I had dinner with friends of the show, Aaron and Matt. And by friends yes. of the show, I mean... Friends you know, of yours. friends. <laughs> you bullied into <laughs> listening to the show. Yeah, but I wanted to dress it up. You cool. know. Yeah, no, that's that's what that's what show business is about. Exactly. God, you're professional. My uh, my producer friends, they brought up an interesting thing, which is that they enjoy listening to the show, mm-hmm. but every time that we mention the name of something, they have to turn it off because we're such mad bastard spoiler super mega <laughs> spoiler <laughs> mega spoiler people. Mission complete. So should we like? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. What if, what if I was going to say eat more burgers? Well, dude. I know you wouldn't ask me that question because you already know my, what my answer to it's going to be. Exactly. You're holding a burger right now. <laughs> That's why the microphone stand won't stay up because it's all slippery from burger grease. That's right. That's the worst euphemism. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Quick before my hand slips off the end. <laughs> it's, it's hard to come back from that. I tell so, you what it's hard to come back from is we outlawed all those topics and this only occurred to me after I hit publish last night. Yeah. We said, these are, we're not going to talk about these things because we think it's ruining the show that we talk about them all the time. And then we talked about donkey sex. Yeah. That so, is, that I'm is looking forward to hearing how Erin uh, and Matt feel about that. Exactly. Uh, spoiled for them. <laughs> <laughs> we spoiled something. Should we not spoil things? Oh no! I don't. Do think you like so. if you listen to something and you have it? Do you like spoilers? What's your stance on spoilers? Oh, look. we've never a, a little peek behind the veil oh. for people. <laughs> Another euphemism. I don't want to freak. <laughs> given, given the high level of just general professionalism that I'm sure seeps through little every known pore fact, of people's speakers. Little known fact that while I wear scrubs for the podcast, <laughs> Stefan actually wears a bridal gown and a veil. Exactly. So we're now peeking behind the veil. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that supposed to be? That's uh, veil noise. It sounded a lot like a moustache rubbing <laughs> against a microphone in these headphones. Well, I'm not a Foley artist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be a cool job, though? Uh, but yeah, peek behind <laughs> the veil. Yep. Of uh, yeah, we've ruined that. We didn't put any thought in. I think we've said we talked before, about it at the beginning. Because Did we, we talk about spoilers? Oh, I thought we just were like, should we press record now or in 15 minutes' time? No, we talked about the idea. We had a conversation very early on. I can see that I'm going to have to start documenting all official level 30. I don't want to imply uh, that I'm rarely paying to, attention. Need to take minutes. <laughs> yeah. But we talked about What's the fact... microphone. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the fact that because we usually have such a delay in mm. the thing that we're talking about, i.e. we did the... Sorry, did I say IE? EG. We did the <laughs> pet hater mine. We did the Superman one and it came out about six weeks after the Superman movie had been at cinemas. Same yep. with Wolverine. And because we've always had a two week lead time on what we record, my argument's always been well, look, if it's been in the cinema, shut the hell up. <laughs> and, you so know, Breaking Bad, I reviewed five years after it started or yeah, six it's, years after it's it started. Legit. What have we spoiled recently, though? I don't know. So you you were listening to this conversation. You didn't I'm think a, to say what what have we spoiled for I'm you? I'm a good person because I'm feedback. sort of peripherally aware that we've spoiled. I know I've certainly spoiled everything I've ever discussed on this podcast. Like we did the Lost episode. Yep. And I told people they should watch it. And I think at the end, by the end of it, I was like, well, don't bother watching it. Uh, because amongst other things that I've discussed here this evening, I've described in granular detail the ending. But is that not kind of fair? This is... <laughs> spoiler, everybody. Darth Vader is Luke's father. Oh. I mean, it's... <laughs> Are we... Clone is, Wars isn't even finished yet. Can it be counted as a spoiler? 
Can it be counted as a spoiler if it's so long after the... No, well, you can't just, really spoil Lost because, hello, it's been off the air for five years or something. Oh, exactly. No one's ever going to watch that ever again. Although, I need to talk to you about a thing. Oh, God. I just wonder if, like, what's our metric for spoiling so people are aware? Should we say, like, we're going to spoil things now? I reckon... Or whatever. Fair call that as soon as we say the title <laughs> of something, yeah. you just assume that we're just going to ruin it. So, you're saying that the new policy yep. is not one of our behaviour changing in any way. <laughs> no. It's just... Um, to Aaron and Matt, that yeah. they are correct. Look, They've divined correctly. If you do hear us say something, just tap out. I've Fast I've, forward I, five mins. I've met Aaron three or four times. I think I've only met Matt once at yep. an event of yours. And I, I, look, I do got to say, they do strike me as the sort of people that would eat at the Blue and White Cafe if they lived in Adelaide. Oh, snap. It's a callback. I'm just kidding. I, I hope so. I Tell you where they do eat, the place that does Raymond in Northcote. Where we ate with them. Delicious. Raymond. Yeah. Like from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. We ate that guy. <laughs> oh my God. The nose would have taken you ages to get through. Uh, ask me how delicious it was. How delicious was it? Everybody loved Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, Lost. I found yeah, this. Oh God. <laughs> found this. This is not on the list. I don't care. I found this uh, thing online called Chronologically Lost. Oh, you found a thing online. Yeah. It wasn't me posting it on your Facebook no. wall. Look, that counts. <laughs> okay. What does finding it online mean? Do you <laughs> think right. I just Google? I wonder if there's a thing called chronologically lost. Okay. So you found found, I found a thing it. online. I yep. just woke up, checked Facebook. It was it was there. It was like the shoemaker <laughs> and the elves. <laughs> and the elves had just crept in overnight and gone, oh, Stefan, here's a gift for you. Exactly. You're welcome, jackass. If I turn the corner <laughs> and there's a McDonald's there, I go, oh, I found a McDonald's. Yum. <laughs> I don't assume that no one put it there. Someone was involved. <laughs> okay. And me saying I found... Uh, anyway, anyway, I apologise. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming off really well in this episode. Yep. It's a guy who shambled in from the bus <laughs> station. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's the best. So I've discussed Lost yeah. in the Past, sort of time travel Do you want to tell us what it is? Flashbacky stuff. Chronologically Lost is some mega fan with unlimited time. <laughs> I have to assume. Probably got a Primer-style time machine. Well, indeed has uh, unpicked every scene of Lost and put the whole series back together in, like, chronological order of when the scenes appear. He has never known the touch of a woman. (laughs) Not yet. I'm assuming it's a guy. I have no idea. It has to be. Um, Yeah, I would would assume so. Women are not that sad in my experience. (laughs) Uh, Until they've dated me and then... Well, exactly. (laughs) And then they're just recutting TV shows. (laughs) But, um, yeah, for a show that is characterised by jumping around in the time stream, either within the narrative or within the sort of presentation of the thing, it's, crap, it's a shitload of work to, like, uncut the whole thing. And I'm really fascinated to watch it. I watched the first episode, Mm -hmm. uh, which was really cool, but there is, like, an episode late in the run, which is sort of one big prequel. Yep. So, the first episode is largely just that episode because it takes place like thousands of years in the past. Yep. But then at the end, there's just a random scene stuck on of one of their like miscellaneous time jumps where it... So, you watch it. I'd be, I'd be really interested to see someone watch it without having ever watched the show. It can't make any sense. Uh, but you just have these people on an island doing stuff and then at the end, random people rock up and just go, oh, that was surprising. Flash. And they just disappear again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of my kind of a funner show that way. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, uh, watching it. It's a bit of a time commitment. So I'm sort of like, oh, I really should do other things with my life and nah. achieve stuff. But I kind of just want to 
close those blinds. As far as I can see, you've got four priorities at the moment. One, yep. work, because, you know, got to keep the power on, otherwise you can't watch the lost thing. Exactly. <laughs> Two, chronological lost. Yep. Yeah. Three, this podcast, because I don't want to have to hunt you down and gut you like a dog. I don't want to have to tell everyone individually what's happening in chronologically <laughs> lost. <laughs> <laughs> and four, burgers. Yeah. Yeah, that seems legit. Let's just segue from uh, food to food. Yum. Now, posted a few sort of teasers of this on our Facebook page over the last two weekends. Mm -hmm. I went to Adelaide the weekend before last. Yeah, for a birthday party. AB. Didn't didn't get to the AB, Mm. uh, which is unfortunate. Unfortunate. However, (laughs) I do feel that I made up for it. Yep. Because we were talking about deep fried Mars bars. Delicious yet ill-advised. Yep. And I mentioned, look, I'd really love to just get a deep fried Mars bar. And my friends, I was at a pub... In, in my old neighbourhood. And my friend said, look, there's this dessert place around the corner that we could go to that we does all sorts of crazy stuff. Did you just knock that microphone stand down a notch and have to <laughs> lean into it? No, nah, it's cool. Okay. So we tried to go to this dessert place, but of course it was Valentine's Day. So Ooh. the dessert place was just full of what I can only assume were people who are in uh, feeder-feedy relationships. Yeah. And <laughs> the biggest love of all. Yeah. And also the skinniest. <laughs> <laughs> So we went to this cupcake place uh, a little bit further down the road because we thought, well, man, screw it. We'll just get some cupcakes and some gelati and yeah. feed You reject other. love. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and on the menu were deep fried Oreos. Jeez. Now, I'm a huge Oreo fan and I don't mean like I'm morbidly obese <laughs> because I would hate for people to associate that with Oreos. They're extraordinarily nutritious yep. and delicious. They're not just part of a well-balanced diet. Oreos on their own is a well-balanced diet. You've got chocolate, <laughs> you've got biscuit, you've got white creamy stuff. Yep. Now you've got deep-fried fatty goodness <laughs> dusted in icing sugar and dunked in ice cream. And they really? were amazing. That is uh, makes my chest hurt. Yeah. Made mine hurt for a couple of days too. But yep. then... It gets even better because last weekend, being the bit of the travelling gypsy I am, mm. last weekend I went to Wagga for our friend, uh, to hang out with our friend Jared. I had to get measured up for a suit for his wedding. Yeah. And we went to, there's a, there's a, there's a bar in oh, Wagga yep. called the Thirsty Crow, which you've been to before. I have. Uh, and they have amazing ribs and stuff like that. Mm. And they brew their own beers, bit of a, bit of a craft beer place. Mm-hmm. And they had their birthday party which was sort of the back area just completely decked out with tables and chairs and everybody went and drank all the beers and they had food there. Do you think the crow would in fact be the thirstiest of all birds? Why, why would that be? Well, I don't know. They've, they've named it the thirsty crow. Yeah. Do I'm a little concerned because the, I think the crow on the logo is dead. Mm. So is he thirsty or is he just dead? It's because all liquid has left his corpse. Yeah, has he died of dehydration? That's upsetting. If so, that's probably not a really good sort of message for your pub. Come mm. here and like this crow, you can die of dehydration. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. So anyway, it's a wonderful venue. So I'm smashing some beers at the Thirsty Crow. Soon to be sponsors, surely. Eating amazing stuff. And then on the menu, deep fried Oreos. Really? Again. That is unlikely. Two weekends in a row. <laughs> It's unlikely, but ever, it's magical. I've never heard of these before. Neither had I. I and then literally bam, bam. heard of them for the first time in Adelaide. Ate four of them. <laughs> and they come in a serve of four. That's not. I didn't. That's not excessive. No. Yeah. Don't nice judge save, me. By the way, <laughs> they come in four. 
That's yeah. what <laughs> everyone agrees to say. It's the same reason I always drink six beers. <laughs> Or 24 beers, depending on... I think the most worrying part of this story so far is that you would have to be measured for a suit <laughs> on the same <laughs> weekend that you were like... suit measurement. I've now decided to just smash <laughs> deep <laughs> <laughs> constantly. Hey, man, um, is your wedding up any stairs? Because <laughs> we've got to talk about some stuff. Yeah, the, look, the lady at the suit shop was really nice and because I was a bigger size than I thought I would be. Yeah. And she <laughs> kept saying... Oh, th- these pants are a small fit, dear. They're a small. She was this lovely. Oh, old, what a champ! Oh, they're a, they're a small fit, and we're all just looking at each other, going, "No, nah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just a fat bastard. <laughs> it's okay. When are we going to the pub so I can <laughs> smash some deep fried Oreos? Exactly. You know, these would probably fit if you didn't jam all those Oreos in the waistband. <laughs> <laughs> I need them for the plane. But I've got to go one better because after the deep fried Oreos, yep. I had something else to eat, and this is this is going to be astounding for yep. everybody. <laughs> I had. A chocolate hot dog. What? Which is a hot dog bun. Just a normal hot dog bun. Just bread. Yes. A bit of carbs. But the sausage is made of chocolate. So Why? it had a white chocolate sausage. And then on top of it, I had the, uh, I had the one with toasted marshmallows, Turkish delight and pistachio. So they put all that on the top and then just sort of flash it with a blowtorch. Brilliant. What a, what a revelation to have a chocolate hot dog. <laughs> Not a euphemism. Put that on the DVD cover to the biography of your life. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. That's not something I'd anticipated. It's pretty epic. Yeah. That's epic. some uh, Blumenthal level stuff. Some what? That guy. Oh, Heston. Sorry. Yeah. Um, the specoid who makes food out of ice, whatever. Yeah. 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 Makes giant castles out of burgers. <laughs> Have you been watching... And I think the answer is no. <laughs> is this going to be my kitchen rules yeah, again? Yeah, man. Oh, MKR God. for the win. I hate reality TV. Hashtag MKRFTW. Okay. Why not? Got it. Uh, there was a couple on that sh- And look, I am sorry. Mm. but You're not really. I'm not. <laughs> it's one of like three shows that I watch on free-to-air television. Uh. Uh, media part Watch, part Q&A, My Kitchen Rules. We're not talking about bloody Q&A now that you're up to... The episode that came out yesterday, yeah, you were a triquanda. You're mm-hmm. now a bloody pentaquanda. Pentaquan. Five not, tweets on the old TV. We're done with Q and A. It's in the same bag as people will have read it in the paper already. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, my kitchen rules. There was this team which was just, oh man, it was bleak as because they were all like molecular gastronomy. Like we're going to yeah. change the world with. Flavor things, and they had all Did these. They just make grilled cheese on toast. They just made shockingly awful food <laughs> for people. <laughs> like they were like, it was. It's sort of like you know, in Terminator. <laughs> oh <God. laughs> I don't like where this is going. You know, how in Terminator, like there's a really clear narrative there about sort of human hubris and our inability to control the things that we create uh, for creation's sake. Yeah. Sort of takes over the world mm-hmm. and then Skynet's like, you're all dead, low, except John Connor and he's dead as well, but he's got a Terminator heart or whatever. Spoilers. Is <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, thing? You know what I'm saying? No. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen any of the films since Terminator 2. What do you mean he's got a Terminator heart? Isn't that what happens in the end of Terminator Salvation? I can't believe I was talking about spoilers and then I just threw out a thing. I think I'm actually talking about a deleted ending. I don't remember. I think I blocked that movie out. Anyway, carry on. Anyway, 
So computers take over the world. Yes. Right? And I remember as a kid, like mm. I watched that, and especially the bit where she's like hanging on the fence and then she's a nuclear skeleton death machine. <laughs> like, I was terrified. Episode title, Nuclear Skeleton Death Machine. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm watching this and then I'm like, oh, I'll put my mind at ease by reading some delightful comics before I go to bed. Sentinels, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> and Wolverine's coming back in time to be like, just don't, don't ever look a robot in the eye, we're fucked. Yep. And then every couple of years, some scientist comes out and goes, Oh, we've built a toaster that can feel love or some <laughs> shit. I'm like, how much fiction do we need to create? Mm. Obviously, around this social anxiety that we are going to create something we can't control. Yeah. H- how overt do we have to get before all science sort of gets up and goes, look, let's give it a miss. I hope that never happens. Because you know that the drones taking over <laughs> is my favourite apocalypse. I know, but I don't know why because they'll <laughs> definitely win, man. That's okay. And Earth will just be drone fleets, like, delivering Amazon parcels to each other. I, for one, welcome our new drone overlords. (laughs) Um, Fuck, where was I going with this, You were talking about My Kitchen Rules. Yes. So, these molecular gastronomy people were like, so we're making mayonnaise with vanilla in it? Or something? Yeah. And it reminded me of Skynet. Because they were just (laughs) like... (laughs) 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 The vanilla mayonnaise apocalypse is upon us. They were experimenting... With no purpose. And they were experimenting. Sludgement day. (laughs) (laughs) To their detriment. They were just like, oh, I'm going to put this avocado in a bin. And then we can eat it. And there's steak in there, but also juice. Like, they were just (laughs) making weird shit and put it on the plate. And it was just funny to see them go to all this effort. And people go, oh, this is very special. Oh, I can't believe they've done all this stuff. And their kitchen has, like, edible paintings in it and shit. What? And there was, like, a garden in the middle that was all edible. Like, all the stuff before they had to cook was very impressive. Yep. But then the stuff they had to cook under pressure was just, like, a big fat-ass bucket of slops. No, just like, you know what would be cool? If we just put a whole Big Mac value meal in a blender. Exactly. And just blended it up. Yeah, and just squirt it into people's eyes and it dribbles <laughs> down into their mouth. Postmodern. Um, <laughs> but the, and it was just, it was so depressing for the judges to be like, you know, this is an interesting thing. Mm. And I wanted them to win because they were the nerdiest people because they're like, right. oh, we're going to like make peas out of syringes or some shit. But, <laughs> and people, <laughs> but for people to eat them and go, yeah, this is cool. Like it's a nice ethos that you guys have going here. But the reality is, this tastes like mega balls. And have you, have you ever thought that you are not innovative? It's just that you are putting flavors together that don't work. They don't taste good together. It's not that no one's ever thought of it before. It's that everyone's thought better of it before. And I'm like, if everyone starts cooking like that, then Arnold Schwarzenegger's going to kill me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty heavy, man. You should watch it. I'm, I'm too this. busy eating chocolate hot dogs. <laughs> How, so when we go to the wedding, am I going to be able to eat a chocolate hot dog with an Oreo on the side? No, nah, because they were there just for the, the birthday thing. That's not part of the regular menu. That's an awful thing to say, man. Sorry. I've used that gag in the past. Oh, this is the most delicious thing I've ever eaten. Never again. <laughs> yeah. But not in Oops. reality. Well, what are you going to do? How do you make a chocolate hot dog? I'm not sure about the the chocolate sausage thing. I don't know. Was it in an intestine? No, it wasn't. It's good. Um, unless, I don't know, it was the intestine of an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> but, uh, Which you made of candy shell. Yeah. No, it was, it was kind of a strange texture. I don't think it was just chocolate. I think they'd mix something else because it was... Snouts. It was, f- <laughs> it was not snouts. <laughs> 
It was firmer than a moose, and <laughs> I mean M-O-U moose, not M-double-O moose. <laughs> so I've never actually felt a moose in yeah. my life. Stringy. Broad. Uh, antlerific. I, I don't know. I don't know how they did it. It, it was a delicious magic. texture. It was magic. I feel like I just said the word texture without enunciating at all. Tough yeah. No, it, it came through. It oh. came through clear in the headphones. You're all good. Cool. Speaking Save that. <laughs> <laughs> it's you true. keep reaching for that glass of water. Do you want me to just no, it's hum fine. a little ditty while you go and fill it up? No, it's okay. No, do it. Uh, go on. I can't get a glass of water. I'll cut this bit out, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> all right, carry on. Champagne comedy. <laughs> that could be our new theme song. I just made that up. Exactly. It's not even an actual song. You're like a musical genius. Kind like of. Like Michael Jackson. I'm the or Prince. I was going to say I'm the white Michael Jackson, but Dang. Time makes fools of us all. <laughs> so the, the exploding table. Mm. Do you remember Corinne Wilkins who we went to I do, OC yes. with? Yeah. So she was sitting at home and I got her permission to talk about this on the show. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I just love a story that starts like that. Oh, it gets better. It gets, gets way better. Mm-hmm. She was at home and she had a glass dining table and it just exploded. What do you mean exploded? I mean, like, it, like broke? It just, no, exploded. It went like expelled. And there were shards of glass from bloody here to there and everywhere. Yeah. Which is pretty Justin outrageous. Justin is pointing to two opposite sides of the room. <laughs> which is pretty outrageous in its own right. Yeah. yeah? Like that's Well, it's unexpected. It is unexpected. But here's the cool part that I think you're really going to dig given your past... Uh, work history. It exploded. Be- no, go on. The the BDT have done a story on on the exploding the exploding table. table. Yeah. Oh man, you wouldn't be able to keep me away. Uh, and I've got the article. Yeah. Got a scan of the article, so we can incredible. We can post it online. But uh, this is how serious the exploding table was. That the paper had to come out just to ascertain that it did in fact explode. Yeah. That it wasn't yeah. an insurance jobby. Yeah. And and did an interview with Corinne and everything. And she's all a bit. Not sure what to make of the whole ordeal, but uh, I said, look, most that parts is, of that story are unexpected. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said that's pretty amazing. So you've got, you got to let me and Stefan talk about it. On, on yeah. I've been meaning to bring it up for a couple of weeks, but it kind of slips off the end when we talk about all the other yeah, well. crazy shit that we talk about. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just wanted to... Is there a, um, an explanation? A theory as to why it exploded? Nobody knows. It wasn't on a fault line? I feel like Warwick Moss should just come in and go, these are the stories of the extraordinary. <laughs> Remember that show? I do. It was wonderful. Yeah. I feel like the exploding table would have been on the extraordinary if, if that show was still on TV. No one knows why. Yeah. Maybe it was ghosts. Speaking of ghosts. Bam. Did you see the really sad news this week? It's such a bummer, dude. Harold Ramis. Ramis? Is it Ramis? Is that how you say it? I believe so. Have I just been disrespecting him by saying his name wrong all week? He's like adamantium man. I learned, I just made it up long before I had any yeah. friends to talk to about it. So, Ghost Egon from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, Epic director. Guy behind Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. Died. Such a bummer, man. It is. Have you seen all those sort of like uh, heartfelt pictures going around Instagram and stuff? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, dude. 
Very upsetting. It is. I think my, I know I've mentioned Michael Jackson already, which is strange. But Michael Jackson was the first <laughs> uh, celebrity death that actually, like, messed me up. Yeah. Because uh, you were a massive Michael Jackson fan as a kid. So big, man. Wasted so many hours trying to moonwalk. Never got any good at it at all. Really? Really? I, I recall you being pretty good at it. Uh, look, uh, I thought that women would be impressed. <laughs> Turns out... And look, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been to uh, the clubs yeah. for a while. Yep. But certainly in a primary school context, mm. uh, doing a shitty moonwalk across the quadrangle doesn't draw the crowd that I'd expected. When, Even yeah. if you do a little spin at the end and try to make like a... Did you grab your crutch? Oh, with gusto. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the problem. Yeah, I didn't know why that area was important at the time, but it seemed vital to the moves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was the first one. And like I just flogged Michael Jackson mu- music. In the music sense, as I, I was a child. I'm going to edit that. <laughs> I'm going to edit. Normally, I cut the longer pauses out. I'm going to extend that one. <laughs> I just flogged and then do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> End of show. I thought you were just going to cut all the, all the bits together. As a child, I flogged Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> His music's just so good, dude. I, I love know. it so hard. And when he died, I was like, oh, this is that thing that I've seen uh, adults do where famous people die and it just, I don't know, you feel your age or things feel different once yeah. it's happened. And I hadn't had that before. Mm. I think just because I'd been young and all my sort of celebrity people were young. All the people that had died, I'd be like, who? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not a good guy, obviously. Farah who? Why do I care about that corpse? What's that all about? <laughs> Lord. <laughs> not good not good no. at all condoms <laughs> i was just up. about to talk i was just about to go into a chat about uh my sort of <laughs> mental energy expended on disentangling artists from their music when we talk about michael jackson and people like there's people out there who are willing and or able to go well michael jackson was obviously a, a mega creep so his music is i will never listen to his music but there's something about his music I can't not like it just stabs yeah, me. It's awesome. It stabs me in the music heart song. Yeah, it's awesome. I forward. I don't see a problem with like going. Well, this is mu- this is music that was created by an artist. That doesn't mean that like you look at Tom Cruise. He seems like a good actor, but you're like, well, oh, he's a dickhead. But it doesn't mean that Does his he seem skills like a good actor, are better. Though? Well, he has in the past. Mm. Uh, that thing on Oprah where he pretended to be a straight guy jumping on a couch was pretty convincing. <laughs> Yeah, look, I, I agree. You look at Woody Allen. He's yeah. pretty, uh, pretty creepy. But you, you still can't make deny some good that, films. Yeah, you can't deny he's a bloody epic level filmmaker. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think that uh, you have to necessarily. I think you could certainly go, uh, this person is not a good person if, if you so desire. Well, you but constantly watch their films. You constantly propose that you're not a good person, and I think this podcast bloody excellent. Well, exactly. So People spit on me in point. the street. <laughs> <laughs> but then they go to iTunes. What can I say? Yeah. The world's a complicated place. We're across the 2,000 download marks, so... Exactly. We can't be doing too badly at this. Well, we are as gods. It's not quite up to, you know, Aaron and Matt's blue and white standards. <laughs> Aaron and Matt, I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> um, so now that we're talking about uh, accused child assault... <laughs> This is you should at least do it in a score. safe way. Oh, God, no. <laughs> cloud score. JT, vindicated I actually, child abuse when champion. I, when I <laughs> when, maybe that should be the uh, episode title, Vindicated yeah. Child Abuse Champion. 
That'll get us some hits. Slash chocolate hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> when I edited the episode where I talked about the clout thing, I thought, oh, geez, I haven't actually logged on to clout for a while. Yeah. So I logged on. Mm-hmm. Just child abuse all the way down. <laughs> no child abuse in sight. Mm-hmm. In fact, they've pared down the whole what you're influential about yeah. aspect of it. And uh, yeah, I'm influential about two things. Sweet. And neither of them are child abuse. Children. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and abuse. Yeah. Mm. Broadens it out. No. Condoms. Condoms. Yeah. This this does kind of lead a little bit from the 2000 episode yeah. thing. So, which I should say, all snark aside, that's enormously exciting. Well, yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Everyone um, who listens to this podcast is like a solid gold champion. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. As a we, We love you. Well, look, we love you probably not quite as much as you love us because we don't go and download your uh, voices every week. Whereas I would, you, though. you do that for <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that I would. Yeah. I, need, I feel like I need some sort of roster for podcasts as well. <laughs> I was about to go into a thing where I'm like, and I could download your voice in a way by talking to you on the phone. And then I realized <laughs> that most of the time when the phone rings, I'm just like, oh, I'll send him a text. For those of you listening, uh, and I'll use the international country code for anybody overseas, Stefan's phone number is plus six one. Unnecessary. <laughs> That's really bad that I just live in a world where I'm like, people will download my voice. <laughs> and people call me, I'm like, don't have the time. <laughs> It's a little bit, maybe a little bit self-important. Yeah. Do you think? Exactly. But here's something. Facebook chat exists for a reason. Just look, let me speak about the condoms. Who's got time, ma'am? So the podcast, most people get it through iTunes. Uh, A few people get it through the website and subscribe to it. I don't know if anybody actually just downloads it from the website each week as it comes out. Mm -hmm. But it's also listed on a number of podcast directories to try and sort of generate a bit of, I think we've saturated our friendship circle as much as we can to the point where my friendship circle is actually decreasing in size because <laughs> every time I hang out with someone, I'm like, oh, hey, have I told you about the podcast that me and Stefan do? Yeah. It's awesome. You should listen to it. Listen to the podcast. And yeah. everyone's like, oh, how's your week? Well, on the podcast. Blah, blah, blah. So Don't it's, talk it, to JT. He stinks like Oreos and won't stop talking about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're listed on a bunch of podcast directories in the hopes that people will stumble across it, listen to it, not be completely appalled and continue listening. <laughs> yeah, it's a and s- slim chance. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of it's, hurdles to Especially if they start with last week's. Yeah. But uh, I got an email to the Level 30 admin account. Mm-hmm that had come through one of these podcast directories, which was uh, a company, they occasionally send out things on these directories looking for people that are willing to put ads in their podcasts in order to sort of fund the cost of producing it, which for us is about six bucks a month, I think. So we don't need a huge amount of sponsorship just yet. For those of you at home... We sit on these gas lift chairs and Stefan's has just sunk <laughs> while <laughs> we're like, Mitch. <laughs> I feel like you're doing this on purpose to assert dominance. Oh, dude, if I had a remote button where I could do that, I would I would definitely use it. Yeah. I'm sure I sound lower now. You do. Exactly. There's a bit more bass in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't you talk higher so you sound like a munchkin? No, I won't buy into your circuitous game. Okay. Sit where I want. So we get this email asking yeah. us if we would be willing to put an ad for condoms in level 30. Weird. Which, and one of the, there, there were a couple of conditions attached to it. So this won't be happening. Uh, yeah. 
you have to have a primarily adult audience. Yeah. I'd just like to say if there's any kids listening to this show, I'm <laughs> sorry. So sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, if you're a parent who lets your kid listen to this show, I'm going to call the Department of Community Services because you should not be raising children. <laughs> uh, but the second condition was that you have to have 7,000 downloads per episode. Really? Yeah. Now, Just fair for them. So, we, yeah. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. look, they want to get maximum bang so for need- their buck. <laughs> so, we needed an additional four downloads, <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> well, given that we've just hit 2,000 for ever. every episode <laughs> we've ever put out, yeah. we're, we're a long way off. We're, I think we're, we pull around between 75 and 100 yep. per episode. Just very exciting. So, but we, it's not going to hit the lucrative Jimmy Hat money. We need to do a what's that work out to be? A seven hundred percent increase. <laughs> Is that right? Or seven thousand percent? No, seven thousand percent increase. Did they? How much do they pay us to say buy condoms, everyone? All seven thousand of you. I don't know oh. because we we couldn't sign up for the deal. Look, if you want to hear a condom ad on this podcast. <laughs> Tell, a friend. Tell your friends <laughs> to go and download it and listen to it now. Or if you'd like me to hock something, I'll do it. Yeah, just send us a couple of bucks. Yeah. Send us some deep fried Oreos. Exactly. Or a chocolate hot dog. Send me an old DVD or something. I don't mind. Send me something interesting. A drawing of the sun. <laughs> Why is a drawing of the sun interesting? I just think, you know, everyone's got their own interpretation. It's called art. <laughs> And we're rolling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good job in the city. Rolling. 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 On the recording. Yeah.